Dennis and Hoffa Day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your questions get answered by health professionals. If you have any health-related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health. Hi and welcome to Total Health. My name is Rose Trina Aladak and I'm here in the studio today with Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner at the Guam SDA Clinic. And today we are, this is the second Wednesday of the month and every second Wednesday of the month we do um, 13 weeks to joy and this is week 10, uh, really month 10 for us, right? And uh, today's topic is creative freedom. Hi, Rostrina. I'm so happy to be here with this topic. Actually, when I was preparing for today's show, I was my, my soul was like so much rejoicing mm-hmm. because we're going to talk about a topic that I actually have never heard anybody talking about it. Maybe that's just me. Right, but creativity. We, right. Yeah. We, we rarely talk about creativity. We rarely find the creativity in a way that we can solve some of our problems. You know, sometimes when... Especially when we age, we think, oh, creativity is something for little kids. You know, they have this time to be creative. They have those great ideas. And we just forget the fact that God has created us in a special way. And he does not want us to lose the creativity. Yeah. In fact, the older we grow... Uh, the more creative we can be because we have so many different options. And the more problems we solve, the pro- the more we know how to deal with them and uh, like a brighter ways of seeing things we can see. So I'm very inspired about today's topic and I hope you are inspired too. So let's uh, revise. This is our 10th week to joy. Yeah. It has been 10 weeks in which uh, we have discussed how you can regain the joy. Maybe many of us have lost their joy in their life. We don't openly talk about it. We just say we're unhappy or we don't want to talk about it. Or we kind of deny it or we just numb our feelings. Mm-hmm. But joy is a very fundamental uh, feeling. Yeah. And as you remember, once we talk about uh, the feelings that we have, uh, the, the movie, the cartoon movie about the feelings, and we realize that actually in order for you to have joy, you really need to work through sadness. Yeah. And sadness, right, is there for a reason. You cannot be so joyful unless you have gone through some dark valleys in your life. You can be, you know, little kids are very joyful. But what happens with their smile as they age? We know that. We have been very happy as kids, right? Mm -hmm. Some of us have been very happy as kids. And then circumstances, life somehow faded that smile away, took this childish joy from us and made us different people, more realistic people to the point that nowadays many of us live in a prison, in which we just uh, believe that we are to stay in a certain prison. We just go to work because we have to work. And then we come home because we have to bring money. And then we wake up the next morning and we just do that over and over again, saying, I don't have a choice. I have to work. I have to pay for school. I have to, you know, provide for my family. Yes, we do have choices. Mm-hmm. And we can choose joy every day. Does it come naturally? 
not always. And especially if you are someone that has gone through a lot of pain in your life, it does not come naturally, but it's deep down in you. And sadness is there for a reason. Guess what? Who is a happier person? Somebody that never struggled, never cried, never been rejected, never have experienced pain, or someone that have experienced a big amount of all those feelings and still, you know, find hope for the future day. The second kind of person. The second, Mm -hmm. right. Somebody that really struggled and then all of a sudden the tears got wiped away. The dreams have been answered. Mm -hmm. The prayers have come true. That's the person (laughs) that can experience deeper joy. And so if you are going through a season in which you do not have any joy, it's understandable, but it is just a season. You know, it's not the end of your story. God is writing that story. And actually, today we're going to talk about creativity. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Rosie, we usually think about creativity, something that comes from us, but we never think about God in a way of our creator. He's a creator, but he is also recreating constantly our lives. Yeah. And he also draws a picture of our lives. I remember when I was reading this, um, it was saying that our creativity comes from God because he was the first to create. And when I read that in the chapter, I was like, I have never thought of that before. And I've never made that association before. I think that's wonderful. It is wonderful. Mm -hmm. And if today we can achieve something with uh, the little talk we are having, it is to awaken this creativity. We have it deep down in us. Maybe some of us will say, well, I am not able to draw. I am not good with art. I can't even compose a song or a melody. That's really not for me. Oh, there are thousands of ways you can be creative. Everything is creativity, even cooking a meal, even, you know, um, making your bed early in the morning. You will do it like that or like that. You'll put the pillows there or there. Like we have so many ways to express this great creativity. And what's most important Many times the creativity is our way of expressing ourselves to the world and also our way of coping with the world. Yeah. So creativity is a way that we can cope. Many of the great artists, I can mention so many names, have been really struggling in this life Mm -hmm. because they have those great ideas. They have this free soul that is ready for love and for beauty, but they find a different reality. And then their spirit gets crushed. And what do they do? Many of them were very depressed. Like Vincent van Gogh, one of mm-hmm. my top uh, you know, artists, he has really gone through so much pain himself. He said, my purpose in my drawings, in my paintings, is to create a reality which will be more real than the reality itself. Because the reality is painful. Yeah. And so he was funny in a way how he can create a different reality that he can live in because the reality is just so painful. But we're going to talk today how through a painful reality you can still continue to paint and make the reality even better. So... We have dealt in previous uh, chapters, previous weeks, um, different topics like shame, Mm 
We talk mm-hmm. about shame. <laughs> we talk about growth mindset. We talk about even post-traumatic growth, crazy compassion. We talk about loneliness. We talked about the power of belonging. Mm-hmm. But today we'll talk about creative freedom. And so the chapter starts with a story of a guy called Norman Maguire. And I met uh, him. He, oh, did you? I did, I did. And he's a great painter. But he, of course, you will say, okay, artists, they live in their own world. And he, in a way, he was. And uh, the chapter says that every time he would sell his paintings, he, he would go into a mild depression. Because part of him was given away. And, and he wasn't like, many of the artists are not great in selling their paintings, you know, because they, they just put their soul there. Mm-hmm. It's like something like so incredible. It's their, their child. And when they give it away, like a big piece of them goes away with it. And so he was the one that he started painting and painting. And from a young age, Normal drew pictures copied from the illustrations in the, from the family. And the art provided a very big source of comfort for him for the pain of losing a sister to a tragic accident and the chaos of his father's alcoholism and abuse of his mother. Mm. So he found the way to vent with the pain he had to face. And interestingly, he began to paint around the time his parents got divorced. The reality was too painful. He needed to do something about that. He needed to take, you know, some control. And because he cannot control the reality, at least he can express his feelings the way, the way he feels at that moment. Uh, we say that poetry is actually, uh, you know, um, the way of expressing your feelings. Painting is the same way. And a picture can say a thousand words. And so he would say, I think about painting every hour of every day, seven days a week. And he will go into mild depression every time a picture will go away. So clearly, losing his creative outlet would deflate the person. And so he paints and paints and paints. And wherever he gets paid for it, he will continue and he will never stop because this became part of his life. We'll continue more on Norman's story after the break. If you're on Guam and you want to participate in today's conversation, go ahead and give us a call. Uh, Call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111. If you're calling from the CNMI, call us at 6670-6703231113. That's 6703231113. You can also send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via Signal. At 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. Uh, And if you're tuned in via Facebook, go ahead and leave your questions or comments in the comment section below. Or send it to us uh, on Messenger and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere. Total Health Live will be right back after the break.
broken hearts have dropped by and were introduced to the Heartmender. Minds that had never considered Jesus as the answer to their questions left wiser than when they had found us. Souls dry and weathered from struggle and loneliness found a friend and were comforted by what they heard. Joy FM, meeting people where they are and welcoming them to a far better place. No one arrives with the exact same struggle, and we can't say we have all the answers. But every thought shared here is a hand-delivered invitation to rescue. God is aware of your struggles and is ready to help you. Encouragement is always part of our programming. And if what we do has helped, maybe you would like to join in the work by financially supporting this gateway connection between people who need God and God who loves people. Mutual support is always mutually beneficial. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. See, Joe Osmosi, and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions at 472-1111 in Guam or in the CNMI. The number to call is 323-1113. Text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, back to the show. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and I'm here in the studio with Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner at the Guam SDA Clinic. And today is the second Wednesday of the month for those of you who are just tuning in. Uh, It's the second Wednesday of the month, and every second Wednesday, uh, we have a segment of 13 Weeks to Joy. 13 Weeks to Joy, but it's only monthly. And uh, this week, we're on part 10 called Creative Freedom. And right before we went to break, we were actually talking about Norman Maguire, a painter. Yes, he was a painter. He painted all his life. He's still painting. And the phenomenon that... uh, you can see in his life can be seen in so many musicians, designers, writers, filmmakers. Actually, when you take the, the craft from them, mm-hmm. the art from them, you know, they, they feel that their meaning in life is kind of connected with that. This is yeah. how deep it is. But we don't really talk about it. We don't really emphasize on that, how important it is. And there is creativity in everything we do. So actually, creativity also creates many different traits in you. And you know what the word creativity means. You know, you'll, ta- you'll say maybe creating, making something new or like redesigning something old. Actually, creativity means to grow. Oh, does it really? It does mean, exactly. The word from Latin, it means to grow. Actually, how can you grow out of every situation you're going through? Yes, and uh, so Norman was one of those people. But we can also develop many other qualities because we are learning how to grow mm-hmm. through creativity. We can become more open. It's like, wow, I would like to know and experience more of this world. I don't want to be just in one country. Maybe I travel the world or maybe I go to a different neighborhood. I'm open to experience things. You learn to be more flexible. Mm -hmm. You learn how to have more autonomy, how to be more authentic. You learn how to be more playful. Your humor improves and you have more willingness to take risks and persevere for what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have a story and uh, 
actually a very nice poem that I would like to share with our audience. It is called, uh, the song is called Glorious. And it comes from the fact that all of us, if we look for that creativity in each other, the world will be a better place. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If I'm just looking like, let me see what Rosie has in mind today. No, not like, let me see if Rosie thinks just like me. Right? right? And if we all come to a meeting and we're just going to be passionate about to know what people's um, dreams are and projects are and how we can contribute to that, the world will be a better place. Mm -hmm. if I we think so. Right? Yeah, it takes a lot of different people in order to make an idea come to fruition. But then I feel like you need so many different people's perspectives so that the final product is a good one for everybody. Exactly, because yeah. we're so different. Mm -hmm. We are all masterpieces. Yeah. Because nobody has your eyes, has, you know, your smile. Nobody has your heart. Nobody has your past. Mm -hmm. Nobody has your wounds. You, nobody has your scars. So we're all masterpieces in progress. I'm sure that there are many of those masterpieces that God never finished because God gives us a free will to choose if we want to be directed in his way or not. Yeah. You know, and there are many that are just outstanding. But in order to get to that point, you know how much pain you have to put in it. Michelangelo, he says, many people admire my art. But if they know the hard work that stayed behind it, they wouldn't. It is a lot of hard work for God to recreate masterpieces in us. Yeah. And to be honest, what it is really important is that we need to be ourselves. Everybody else is taken. So why we have to be others? Why we wouldn't be ourselves? And everybody has been created with a unique uh, opportunity to be so diverse and to be so authentic that we can just admire a person from a person for their originality, for everything that they are. And just love that, what we see. Not mm -hmm. trying to criticize, not trying to tell others how they should live, not, yeah. you know, pretending that we know better. Just admire the uniqueness and the difference in each other. So the song goes like that. It's called Glorious by David Archuleta. It's a very <gasps> I know this song. song. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, maybe you can tune in. And so it goes like that. There are times when you might feel aimless and can't see the places where you belong. But you will find that there is a purpose. It's been there within you all along. And when you are near it, you can almost hear it. You don't always realize everything and you don't see the finishing uh, touch right away. It's like a symphony. Just keep listening. And pretty soon you will start to figure out your part. Everyone plays a piece and there are melodies. In each one of us, oh, it's glorious. And you will know how to let it ring out as you discover who you are. Others around you will start to wake up to the sounds that are in their hearts. It's so amazing what we are all creating. It's like a symphony. Just keep listening. And pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part. Everyone plays a piece and their melodies. 
and each one of us owe its glorious. That's a really good song. You know, as you were reading it, the song came back to me, and um, I got really excited because when I first heard it, the first time I heard this song, it was with a children's choir singing it. And I thought that it was such a lovely song, especially with such young voices. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We are all fascinated to discover that this world can be a different place. God created it to be a happy place. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it is not. But what do we do? Do we get into despondency and just, you know... Um, I think many of us are tempted to get there. And right, that we oftentimes do. we do. But, um, you know, I don't think... I think eventually people people who get there will eventually climb out of it. Right. And yeah. you can climb out of it yeah. through the growing part, to the mm -hmm. creativity that God has given you. And um, <clears throat> Van Gogh also says there are no sad moments in art. They're just happy. Um, what, what he was saying, there were just happy um, incidents. Yeah, I think, was it Bob Ross that said the same thing? There are no mistakes, only happy accidents. Correct. Yeah. They're just happy accidents. I'm not saying the world is a happy place. Don't mm -hmm. take me wrong. But it is from everything. What can we do and how can we change it? God is such a creator that he sees into your life and he says, I see how much my child has suffered. What can I do? to change the whole environment and the whole world because of this pain. Mm -hmm. You know, he he's not afraid when the enemy throws those black colors on the picture that he's drawing because he's yeah. saying, okay, it's a black color now, but I'm going to make it contrasting and being even more beautiful. I'm going to use that um, black, uh, you know, background and I'm going to create something even more contrasting and even more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Actually, God is weaving our lives in a carpet in a picture that we can all admire one day and the, I have another poem that I'm willing to share because today we're going to talk about creativity and about art and um, feel free also to share some of your favorite poems and uh, music as well and so one of them is about how God really makes carpets in our lives and the story is, goes like that, the weaver. My life is but a weaving between my Lord and me. I cannot choose the colors. He worked steadily. Oftentimes he weaved sorrow, and I, in foolish pride, forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Not till the loom is silent, and the shuttles cease to fly. Shall God unroll the canvas and explain the reason why? The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. That's beautiful. That you know, that brings to mind, like, when I think of a rug, of course, you flip it over, then you see the underside, and then you look at the front, and it's like, oh, they do look very different. But um, that also brings to mind pottery. I think you you and I, we both know about this, kintsugi. But for people who don't know about kintsugi, it's 
it's a way of repairing old things, old and broken things, pottery. Um, they take lacquer. They so if I would if I were to explain it from the beginning, say a plate breaks, right? Instead of throwing away that plate, they were to take lacquer and then gold, and they would put it back together and allow it to rest. And then the end result is even more beautiful than the beginning, what it started with. And that's another way of creativity, just like the carpet. You know, you and I, we might not see, um, we might not see the end result, but the people who are creating it, they know, just like God sees the end results when He's creating us. Right. Yeah. And I, actually, I was planning to talk about Kintsugi. I'm oh, okay. So, so happy that you are mentioning that. Yeah. Because, you know, what is interesting about Kintsugi, the art of brokenness, mm -hmm. that the more broken one thing is, the more beautiful it is. Yeah. There's beauty and brokenness, right? So much. And because mm -hmm. the more you patch back all those pieces together, the more gold you put in it. That's true. The more of this you know, um, fitting piece you put around it makes it even more shiny. And that's why it's important to have those dark colors so it can contrast with the gold. If you have a carpet only of platinum and gold and silver, it's is it gonna be beautiful? God knows what he's doing. And the more broken your heart is, the more beautiful it is every time you grow out of it. Thank you, Elena. And also thank you to our listeners. I hear the music coming on, but don't go away because this is just halfway through today's program. Uh, stay tuned after the break. Also, if you have a question uh, that you want to call in, call it in at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111 on Guam. In the CNMI, you can call us at 670-323-1113. That's 670-323-1113. Send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via Signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. Um, and then also, if you're tuned in via Facebook, just leave a question or a comment in the comment section below or send it to us via Messenger and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere. Total Health Live will be right back after the break. Leaders become leaders when people follow. If no one follows, then the one who wants to lead is not really leading. It just sort of looks like they're being a creative nonconformist. Nothing good happens if there are no trailblazers. So be one. In your own home, you lead by being the example they learn to follow. So lead in a good direction. You can also lead by being an example of generosity. When you make a monthly contribution supporting what we do, you're offering your own bit of leadership. Knowing that we are supported by you makes it easier for others to follow your example. People need to know this ministry means something to you. When they see that you invest in the future of good news, they might wonder enough to consider why. Be a leader. Stand out in a crowd of the unsure. Stand with us and others will do the same. Support and others might just feel more comfortable following your lead. When you share, it can be contagious. Thanks for being a leader. Joy FM, family friendly radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Total Health on Joy FM. Call in with your health related questions to 472-1111 in Guam. 
If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you too. Call 323-1113 or text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, here's more Total Health. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and I'm here in the studio today with Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner at the Guam SDA Clinic. If you're just tuning in, um, this is part 10 of 13 Weeks to Joy. It's done every second Wednesday of the month, and today is called Creative Freedom. Hi, Elena. Welcome. Yes, Rostina, we were talking about brokenness and how beautiful brokenness can be. Mm-hmm. The art of brokenness, it's so underappreciated. And yeah. I believe that's why many artists it just find very difficult to relate to this world because they feel underappreciated, underpaid for the beauty that they are creating and bringing to this world. I think yeah. we need to encourage each other into bringing more love to this world through the art of creativity. Actually, I'm going to do something I have never done on the radio and especially in Total Health. (laughs) And with your permission, because we can be very creative this time, Mm -hmm. maybe this time and only, um, I feel like very inspired to sing a song. Um, I don't know how my voice will sound, but I'm very willing to take the risk. Go ahead. Yes. So I'm going to sing a song. It's called The Masterpiece. And that's something that we all can relate to it. Yeah. (laughs) If there were no shadows, there would be no shade. And if there were no helpless, there would be no hate. And if there were no wanderers, There would be no prayer, and if there were no dying, there would be no care. If there were no orphans, would adoption be? And if there were no prisoners, none would be set free. Mm-hmm. And if there were no prodigals, how could Father show what it is to love someone who doesn't even know? Oh, you hopeless children, oh, you dying ones, oh, you orphan daughters, prodigal sons. There's no restoration when there is no loss. Take this grand occasion. And embrace the cross. It's when all is broken. And you're on your knees. That from broken pieces. Comes the masterpiece. How. (laughs) How many challenging moments in our lives we need to go through in Mm -hmm. order to become more growing and more creative yeah but this is the only way we can turn into something 
that meaningful, the dream that God had for us. And no matter what happens to us, it's not going to mirror the way God sees us. He will continue bringing this great masterpiece in us, no matter what, in order one day, even the whole world to admire it. Doesn't matter how broken your story is and how painful your past is. If you give enough time to God, enough time to Him, He's going to recreate it in a such a beautiful reality that will be more beautiful than even if you have never gone through anything painful. Let, let God to recreate in us the masterpiece. Many people have really found art in a way that they can escape their mental condition. And actually mm-hmm. many artists have not never been diagnosed with depression. Yeah. But also, did you know that the moment that you start creating, you stop worrying? I didn't know until I read about it in this book. And also, if you sing, uh, you also cannot worry. Yeah, Dr. Bryson mentioned that last week, right? She yeah. did. I like, thought that was nice. So that's why I decided to sing because, you know, at this moment I am not going to worry. Mm-hmm. So if we start our day with a song, even though when we least feel singing, mm-hmm. you know, only in the morning that we have to rush, maybe in our shower, when we take a shower, when maybe we can sing a song and just cheer up our spirit. Mm-hmm. And actually many uh, people that have struggled with mental illness have... Uh, being very good in creating things, but the most when they're asymptomatic. Yeah. If they find something that they're passionate about, even though the pain is so, you know, uh, loudly speaking to them in that moment, if they find something to be passionate about or just find some beauty in what they're experiencing, they can actually really uh, have a very long period of remission. Uh, this week I experienced, last week I actually experienced something very creative. And that was a very good lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. We had to visit a senior center. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember this. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. And uh, we we were anticipating that we were not going to be very well welcomed there because we kind of interfere with the... Activities that are taking place at this uh, senior center. So they love playing bingo and they love their bingo. So if you come in between with doing something else or suggesting something else to them, they're going to become very, you know, irritated, like and upset with you. So as I was kind of giving up, I said, okay, maybe we cannot go to the senior center. Maybe we will not be able to see them and check them for their health and give them some health advices. A colleague of ours, Bethany Helm, came with this great idea. I was like, why don't we create uh, like a disease bingo? We're just going to talk about health, not disease, actually health bingo. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about different diseases and then maybe we'll start speaking their language and they will be more in tune, you know, and see what we can offer them uh, and like uh, what we, we really have there for them. 
And so this worked out so well. It played out so well. I, I did not even expect it. They asked us to keep uh, whatever activity we wanted them to be engaged in short yeah. because they had already yeah. their agenda. But then when we did the health bingo and we, we had to mention all those different uh, conditions, um, they found it so interesting, actually fascinating. I, I have never seen so many you know, uh, senior citizens being uh, gathered together and having so much fun. Yeah. And so they even, some of them had bingo, most of them had bingo at the end. Uh, we all shared an ice cream and we had a, such a wonderful time together. Mm -hmm. This is when we started speaking the language. Yeah. But uh, this is where you get stuck in a problem like me and mm -hmm. then somebody else can see outside of the box and can see actually an opportunity. You either see a problem or you see an opportunity in life, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so one of the ways that uh, we can be creative, this is what the book is saying, is actually to have faith. Yes. How can you be creative and have faith? Sometimes, you know, when you least want to be uh, creative, you don't have faith in it. You're kind of losing the faith. Mm -hmm. But how can we keep on having faith and continue being creative. You know, when I was reading the book, I remember it saying that creativity is an extension of faith because your creativity starts in your mind first and then you bring it to fruition through maybe a song or a painting or even through building or making something. Is it okay if I read a passage in the from the book? Okay. Yes, please do. So from the book... It says here, what I finally realized ultimately resolving my dilemma was that creativity is part of the, the capacity we call faith. Faith is essentially the ability to believe in and appreciate something we cannot discern with our basic senses. We exercise faith toward God and heavenly realities by living in reference to them, even though we cannot see, hear, smell, taste, or feel them. This pleases God because like an earthly father whose children use a graduation gift smartphone to stay in touch, he sees us using our gifts out of love for him, found in Hebrews 11 verse 6. People don't always use their gift of faith to move toward him, though. Many believe a lie, and we may direct our faith as we choose. You know, someone would say, why we're talking about creativity during a total health a radio yeah. show, right? Why mm -hmm. do we talk about those things? Because it does underline quite a lot of, of emotionality. Yeah. And, um, and why do we bring even the fate component to it? Yeah. Because many of us, in order to find that freedom of creativity, we have to fight with a lot of lies in our lives. Mm -hmm. In order to get to that point and to have faith and to know that God is in control of everything, you have to face like the deepest and darkest moments in your life. And when you go through that, it's not an easy process and it can affect your health. Yeah. You know, if you believe a lie, you live in a lie and you struggle with that. But what a freedom we discover when we start believing truth. Jesus said, I'm the, the truth, mm -hmm. the way. The way, the truth, and the life. And yeah. the life. So yeah. it does have a lot of like freedom in discovering what is really right in this life. Mm -hmm. And he says that God himself exercises a type of faith 
in our growth process. Do you know that God also believes in us? Yeah. It's not also, it's not only that we believe in God, but God also believes in us. It's like, I just want to have Rostrina to be one of the, you know, the most amazing people that is going to have and help so many people in this world. I just envision that for her, how she's going to do great things and great projects. And I'm going to build her up to that by going through many small projects for the bigger picture. God has a great capacity uh, invented already in his mind for us. He trusts us much more than what we can see. We see just yeah. limited, but he sees the whole picture in so much bigger than what we can imagine. Thank you, Alana. And uh, thank you to our listeners, too. That's the music, but we're not going anywhere. We still have about 15 minutes left of today's show. Uh, if you have a question, call it in. Call it in at 671-472-1111. If you're on Guam, that's 671-472-1111. In the CNMI, call us at 670-323-1113. That's 670-323-1113. Send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, or via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. Uh, and then as always, we're on Facebook. Leave your question or comment in the comment section below or send it to us via messenger and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Once upon a time, a young girl observed an old man. You're all wrinkly. Why, thank you. The girl learned that the more difficulties the man met, the more the wrinkles advanced across his face. I don't want to grow up. Whenever someone hurt the old man through things they said or did, new lines would appear. I wouldn't trade even one of my wrinkles. You look like a lizard, but a handsome lizard. <laughs> The young girl couldn't fully understand until she lived through a few difficulties of her own. But when she did, the wrinkles would have the power to remind her that good days often follow bad. We understand the idea of wrinkles as a result of life struggle. Yet our wrinkles are simply reminders of God's faithfulness. You are part of God's faithfulness through our most persistent wrinkles. We love the stories that come from each historic crease. And we appreciate your financial partnership. Joy FM. Family-friendly radio. JoyFMRadio.net. And we're back with more Total Health. Give us a call with your medical questions. Number to call in Guam is 472-1111. If you're in the scene of mind, the number to call is 323-1113. Or you can text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. Now back to the program. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and I'm here in the studio with Elena Tanava, nurse practitioner. Um, you know, just jumping straight into it, I have a story Earlier in the show, we were talking about kintsugi being pottery and how potters will take a broken plate or a broken piece of pottery and then they'll put it back together with lacquer and gold. And to me, that gold signifies God's work in our lives because God takes us broken people and he puts us back together with gold, his love and his grace. And in the end, the end result is, you know, something even more beautiful than what we started with. 
Um, and this segues into my story about a dress that I have. I was doing a sermon earlier. I was giving my testimony earlier in the year, maybe last year. And I was looking for a dress and I came across a black dress with blue roses and then gold all over it. And it's gold lines just going all over the pattern, not in any specific direction, but it reminded me of Kintsugi. And to me, that dress is a symbol of what God's doing in my life. Because on my dad's grave, we put blue roses. And so there are blue roses on the grave, blue roses on my dress, and God's work all over it. And I just, you know, I sound like I'm going to cry, but really I'm okay. I'm just very touched and very glad that God thinks of even the small things. He does. Yeah. And all of us were surprised that in our deepest agony in our life, we can still discern something that God is working on. Yeah. I have been in moments that I have been really down in my life. And I got to a point that I said, if there is only one thing in this life that still makes me smile, it's worth living. Mm-hmm. And I really like shells. I really like collecting shells. I'm like a collector of shells. Every time I see the beauty that God has put in every single shell, yeah. like a shell that maybe there will be many people who will never see the, those shells, like deep down in the ocean, but they're still so well made. So God is so creative, even making the shells. How much more he's creative in us and rebuilding our lives. As you were talking about that and the story behind, you know, the blue roses, it reminded me of the story of Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Let, let's take it, let, let's face it. If we take one person from the past that was really, really broken, that would be a Mary Magdalene. Yeah. But you know, she was very creative. Maybe you'll say, what was she creative with? So she's coming from abuse, trauma, unhealthy coping, bad habits. Maybe some of us can see ourselves into her shoes, addiction, and finally even demon possession, and was, ensla- was enslaving that woman in a chain of bitterness. And in her estrangement from God, she had no more freedom. Miraculously, through personal interaction with God, with Jesus, through private struggle, and through public failure, she yielded herself fully to him. God revived her free will and returned it to her to use for his glory and her good. It says that nobody loved Jesus more than Mary. Yeah. This is where the pain can produce even further love. And to be honest, in our, in our lives, it's really the most important how much we loved. I know the more you love, the more you kind of struggle and the more pain you will go through. But what does that mean? Do we have to stop the love? The only, this is the currency that God has. Mm-hmm. God wants us to love and to live fully. And so Mary was so creative that when she saw Jesus, she heard him saying that he is gonna die. And she's thinking, wow, he's gonna die. Who's gonna organize that for him? Who is going to embalm him? She was hearing what he was saying. The students were not. They were just arguing he's going to be the first in the kingdom. While she was really listening what he was saying. Like, I want to do something great for him. Is there anything that more valuable that I can give him? And she remembers about the spikenard oil. That fragrance was so expensive. It would be like worth of like 10 years of salary. 
And so she went to him and she poured it on him. Of course, everybody in the room, they were just so, you know, unappreciative of what she had done. They, I'm sure they had said some words that mm-hmm. maybe they will regret one day. But Jesus said, do not, do not say anything. She did what was right. She unbound me while I was still alive. And you know what? As I was reading that book, it showed me a moment that when Jesus was on the cross, I can imagine when the sweat was pouring out and the blood from him, the smell of the spikenard that was released from his pores on his skin reminded him that he's loved. Can you imagine? At that moment, she was so creative. In her deepest pain, in her deepest anguish, he finally found the freedom in Christ. She embalmed him, and that gave a lot of comfort to Christ when he was on the cross. One of the most famous Christian painters in the world is uh, Lydia Trotter. She left her great home in England. She was really born in a diplomatic family. And she decided that even though she can paint and she can have those beautiful pictures, nothing would compare to if she dedicates her life to God. And she went to Algeria and spent the rest of her life helping the poor orphans in Algeria. She says that. That comes from a great painter. She says that. Take the very hardest thing in your life, the place of difficulty, outward or inward, and expect God to triumph gloriously in that very spot. Just there, he can bring your soul into blossom. There is nothing hard for God. Let us leave God to continue that art that he has started in us. Let us wait patiently until the whole process is over. He's not going to disappoint us. God's appointment, (laughs) disappointment is God's appointment. Mm -hmm. Take the very hardest thing in your life, the place of difficulty, outward or inward, and expect God to triumph gloriously in that very spot. Just there he can bring your soul into blossom. And he will always find a way to remind you that you mean so much to him. You mean so so much to somebody else. Fight all those lies that are telling you that nobody cares. God cares for you and he sees. He sees your life. He sees all those painful moments. All those people that have hurt you. He's going to fight for you. He's going to re-demonstrate to the world, you know, what a value you are for him and how he would do anything for you to be saved and for you to be happy again and for you to regain your joy again. If you don't mind, uh, Rosie, I would like to read uh, some of the greatest quotes from all those great artists that we have in this world. And I really, really find them very, very fascinating So some of them go like that. Pablo Picasso, Mm -hmm. he would say, every child is an artist. The problem is staying an artist when you grow up. 
Uh, Vincent van Gogh, he says, if you hear a voice within you say you cannot paint and you should not be painting, then by all means paint. And that voice will be silent. Creativity takes courage. Don't think about making art. Just get it done. Let everyone else decide if it's good or bad, whether they love it or hate it. While they're deciding, please make more art. We don't, if we are busy in doing God's will and we are busy in recreating this world, this painful reality, we will not have even time to criticize others because we will be just so busy rebuilding this world. Okay, there's so many quotes. Uh, let me go to some of my favorite. Creative work is a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got. Don't hold your talents. Mm -hmm. Give them to the world. And the more you give them, the more God will give you. God's, God says, the more I give you, the more kind of a, I want you to contribute. Painting is easy when you don't know how, but very difficult when you do. <laughs> when you oh, do, true. When you do know how you have to paint, it becomes like very problematic. And... Um, I, I really admire people that are like, what, what needs to be done? Okay, I will do it. I will do it in a minute. And uh, that's beautiful. If you know that God is in control, and if you know that he's going to turn the saddest point in your life into something beautiful, nothing will detain you to continue being yourself, mm -hmm. to continue recreating. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. Oh, I like that. Yes. This is one of my favorite. It says, creativity comes from a conflict of ideas. That's from Donatella Versace. I'm seeking, I'm striving, I'm in it with all my heart. God wants us to be with all our hearts, with all our emotions into what he's creating. Don't be afraid, don't have fears. Don't let your pain stop this great voice in you that God has created you for something greater and bigger in this world. Love with all your full heart. The only thing that would matter and the only currency that we're going to use in heaven is love. Do not suppress those emotions. Love freely, love deeply. Be yourself. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alana. And uh, I want to say thank you. We want to say thank you also to all our listeners um, here at Joy FM. Total Health Live is on every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. And this particular segment will come back in November on the second Wednesday. So tune in for more Total Health Live. But right now, we'll say goodbye for today. Be sure to check with your doctors before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with Guam 7-Day Adventist Clinic, where health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and Sejuus Masi for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.